by a friend of mine. I, I can't remember what we entitled it. What, what did we entitle it? So I didn't really have a name for it. So when I named the session, I called it Impact Theory. Impact Theory. Because okay, I cool. thought that just sounded dope in the spur of a moment. Type it sounded all right. It sounded all right. So Impact I think Theory. It sounds cool. So um, what what happened was he wants to know, he has a son as well, and he says that he would like to hear us talk about the impact of our communication on each other or mm-hmm. the influence of our communication on each other. That makes sense because it's definitely a lot of impact. Yeah. I think both ways. Yeah, both ways. And so we're going to dive in and we're going to be talking about um, the impact theory. All right. And so we have it broken down into a few questions. The okay. first thing we're talking about is communication styles. So how have our communication styles impacted each other? Have we developed with how we speak with others because of the way we interact with each other? I guess that's what we're saying there. I had to lower my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. all right. So communication styles. You want you want you want to go first. You, want... you go first. All right. So communication styles. So I don't know. It's it's wow. It's a long time coming because if I think back to when I originally when T was born, uh, my mindset. Thankfully, I was I was I guess thirty years old. You know, right around thirty years old, and my mindset mm-hmm. has shifted a little bit. And there were some things that I knew that I wanted to 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 accomplish with our relationship. And in order for me to accomplish with our relationship, I had to be cognizant of the way I communicated with him, right. um, really. And so um, I always knew that I wanted us to have a great relationship. Um, I wanted to have a real a real tight father son bond. And so I always wanted to speak. You know, speak life into him. I still remember him laying on the uh, the changing table. And I used to I used to sneak up on him and I'd be like, "Who's your daddy?" <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna uh, make you famous. And and still say that I, one. I still say that one. And just like you know, really, really, um, my communication with him. I want to always make sure that I was gonna communicate positivity to him. Uh, I want to make sure that I always spoke life into him. I always wanted to make sure that our lines of communication stayed open. And so. Um, I, actually, the podcast is helping a lot with that because even though we we do talk, um, it's 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 not as much as I would like, and so I want to make sure our lines of communication stayed open, and I needed to make sure that um, I put a, I, I kind of dull some of my edges because I know I I can be high energy mm-hmm. a lot, and I can be forceful, and I can be. Um, I'm like, I tell people I, I can, I, I speed date when I talk. And so I can talk a mile a minute. And, and so with him, because, because T is so reserved, I have to kind of scale back on my communication because I can, I, I, I'll just start throwing questions out, um, one after the other to try to get responses or even just not even a verbal response, but even just, um, rhetorical questions so that he can think, but T's more reserved in his, his thought process. And so I have to slow down and take an edge off, um, so that uh, what I'm trying to get across, are, um, I'm, I'm communicating appropriately with mm-hmm. him. Um, yeah, I can definitely piggyback off of that part. Because uh, you definitely are kind of like got some sharp edges. Yeah. We're, even both of us, we're real kind of blunt, but in different ways. Uh, kind of just went the way that we say what we're thinking. Um, and so for me, just dealing with how blunt you could be at times, it really helped with me. I don't really get flustered by things easily. Yeah, yeah. Or um, just like I could take the high energy because of it, and it's taught me 
It's definitely helped with the listening. That's why I listen so much because, like, you get to a point where it's, so, it's only so many times where you just gonna battle back and forth energy wise. I got to the <laughs> point, I got to the point where I'm like, well, I'm not gonna be this energy, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to what he has to say, and then not when, do it's, it. when anyway. it's my time to speak, I'll offer what I have to say. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of how. My, I guess I would say that's how my communication styles being impacted. I'm definitely a listener. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely more of like I sit back and think about things, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of come back with with a rebuttal. And I, I, and I even take it a, a, a step further, even outside of our relationship. But because I work with with youth and young adults so much, um, high school and college students, just having the ability to communicate with you and see how you respond to my communication. It mm-hmm. even um, helps shape the way I deal with other young men. Uh, it, it's, it's a little different because when somebody's not your child, they always respond to you a little differently than if they are your child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, got, so, he got all these kids out here. Think, oh, he got man. them fooled. Oh, they think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, I am the greatest thing since sliced bread, but that's okay. But no, just really just <laughs> just having the opportunity, I guess, because of, because of our relationship and, and and me being able to talk to you and you sharing your your life with me when I'm actually talking to students or other young men having the opportunity to then use that same communication style or change my communication style based upon um, what I learned from communicating with you works so mm-hmm. all right all right second point sure all right so the second point. We're going to is relationship building. Relationship. So building. I guess this is more so talking about how we've, like, what goes through our head, or what are the type of people that we keep around based on how we've interacted with each other. Correct. Yes. Um, yes. I can start with that one. Go right ahead. Um, so for people that I keep around me, for one, they have to have thick skin. <laughs> they gotta have thick skin because me personally, I'm used to like. The blunt side of, like one thing that you always say, truth don't need no help to stand. If it limps, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so whenever he he'll bring something to me or he says something to me, it'll just be like straight out, like this was the thought and it needed to be said or it's something that needs to be addressed. I'm giving it to you straight up, and you decide how you feel about it. But these are the facts of how you need to take it. And so when it comes to me dealing with other people, it's just. I really, like, sometimes I could be blunt, too, because that's how I'm used to it being delivered. Yeah. Um, and also because we joke around so much with each other. Right. We're always joking back and forth, throwing jabs, um, droning on each other, that type of thing. And so definitely when I'm talking to other people or my friends, we definitely joke around a lot. Um, we're not, like, like, you can't. I don't really get hurt easily by someone pointing out like flaws right. or by somebody that will like give me something to work on or something right. that I can do better. It's really helped with, okay, I can take that into consideration because I'm used to kind of that part of me being analyzed and has been developed. knowing that people can come, like people can tell you about yourself, not just to be talking about you, right. but really to be trying to help you. And like, so you can see some things that you can't really see from inside the picture frame. And so I like people that can really encourage me to be better in the same way that we kind of have with our relationship, I would think. All right, cool. Yeah. I, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it, it, uh, when you say I'm blunt, and I even say I'm blunt, I, I think I like to take all the fluff out because people mm-hmm. hide stuff in the fluff. And so that's why I like to tell people I'm, what I'm saying is exactly what I mean. I'm not trying to give you a hidden meaning or anything. I'm telling you exactly what I mean. And, I, I, and you know, and I, I have done it intentionally with you so that you'll have thick skin because I know that people come out, especially, yeah. I mean, because you, you, you're, you're gifted, you're talented, and you're quiet. And people try to take advantage of that or people try to pick that apart. And so uh, th- that that was intentional. And so, yeah, so I, I can understand how. And then even even we talk about iron sharpening of iron sometimes and even understanding that those are the type of people that you will choose to be around you based upon our communication. That makes me feel that makes me feel really good. Um, I guess for me, uh, again, like I just said, I mean, you, my, 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 my relationship with you and my communication with you, especially when you're off in college, man. I mean, I, I crave to be around that type of energy. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy for me then when I hit the road and and um, going to different colleges and stuff to when I see young men, you know, to, to link up to them and, and want to mentor them and want to help them to become better. Uh, and it's because of our relationship. And, I, and I'm not shy about trying to introduce you even to those um, that I meet. And so uh, I, it's funny we talked about in our very first podcast about what's in a name and just understanding like for my father, my father growing up, he always had other young men around him. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I, I, I tend to do the same thing. I have uh, other young men around me. Um, and so men, men who, 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 who ascribe to higher things, who, who, who look to move to another level. And so, being being around you and understanding the skills and gifts that come that, that that you bring to the table and the fact that you're always trying to get better that influences me so when I'm out you know dealing with other people I'm always trying to help push people to that same level mm-hmm. that that you've gotten to so I would even say going along with that just seeing like the type of people that you keep around I know I mean this is still kind of communication it's not necessarily specifically communication between the two of us but just seeing the type of people that you surround yourself with yeah um and you surround yourself with people that are growth minded yeah, looking yeah. to grow um kind of the same thing that like tell it straight how it is type people and so it kind of shows you what those interactions look like and the pros to having those type of people around you that influence you to do better and greater for yourself right okay i'm um, sorry so i see the importance of that yeah yeah that. and i definitely try to keep those relationships in front of you yeah um so our third point Point number three, this is assessment or archetypes. Assessment or archetypes. That's T's word. T like the word archetype. I do like the word archetype. All right. Um, And then I'm a big fan of like, I know both of us are, of like the personality yes. test type thing. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of personality tests. Just different things. Because it's always good to see yourself through the, an outside lens almost. Yes, yes. Um, so I like doing things like that as well. I will say like one of our biggest things is I'm an introvert. And I'm an extrovert. I'm heavily introverted. And I'm and heavily, heavily extroverted. Heavily extroverted. <laughs> heavily extroverted. And it, it's funny because I tell people I'm an introverted extrovert. Because I'm an extroverted introvert. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm an extrovert. And I, when I need energy, I, I have to have people around me. And it's funny, like even now, because we're stuck in the house with the coronavirus, uh-huh. right? And so, like sometimes I just walk up on T and just hover over him. It's true. You know, just trying to get that, that energy. Um, 
And because of that, I guess we had to figure out a strong balance between us mm-hmm. because I realized that there are some times when he's going to be open to me being around him and being in conversation and, and him sharing with me and those kinds of things. And so I had to take it like that. Like when I'm extroverted, I have to get in there and make sure that I make it his agenda. Cause as long as I make it his agenda, he don't mind sharing with me and I can get that yeah. energy and then I can move off and do what I need to do. But then I got to realize that um, when it's coming time for me to overstep my boundaries and he get ready to shut down or he tried to sneak out the room or whatever, then, okay, I, I, I've done enough. And so, um, that 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 that's been a, a a crazy dynamic, but but it's one that exists and exists well. Um, it's funny because it's like I don't even know what all to say about the extroverted side. I've seen, I guess, for our interactions, just recognizing that sometimes you do need like you do need that energy. It's really a give and take mm-hmm. because we both have polar sides, mm-hmm. and so it's like. We flow back and forth, so sometimes we're more like we talk more, and sometimes we talk less. Um, even with things like when we do our boys trips, yeah, yeah, we'll spend a lot of time together, and it ebbs and flows between. We'll be doing active things like golf and really communicating, sit, sitting down and eating, and then things where maybe you're on your computer. <laughs> I'm on my computer. I'm on, I'm playing the game, uh-huh. and we're just kind of in the same space, right? And so it's still kind of feeding off of each other's energy, but then we both have equal opportunity to kind of recharge ourselves, right? And right. let loose our energy, yeah. And so, no, re- go, ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, really, just understanding, maintaining. I guess that's like the biggest thing because of our differences. Just seeing how different people in the world in general. Mm-hmm. Um, how they kind of act and the things that work when it comes to communication with them. Right, yeah. And yeah. so me dealing with, like, other extroverts in the world, mm-hmm. it's easier because I have this kind of, this relationship we have back at home. Right, right. Um, another another assessment that uh, you have, like, you're mystique. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, mystique. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's, that's, that's one it takes getting used to. Because because I'm an extrovert and because I'm like this person, I'm I'm Sir Quiz a lot, and so hundred <laughs> percent. I'll tell you that because just even being around you, growing up with you, and seeing the way you interact with new people, it's often like there's a similar approach when you're meeting new people. You first like you want to know what they're about. You want to know what they do. You start off. You ask questions. You're trying to kind of feel people out, and so. But that happens to me all the time. <laughs> and I, I just got to get used to. Um, that's why I'm good with when I'm doing interviews and things like that. Yeah. I'm used to people asking questions. And there's so many questions that have been asked of me that I'm kind of prepared with certain type of. Yeah. Like yeah. I know my response to that. And even in general, I spend a lot of time just when I'm by myself being introverted. Right. Thinking about. Um, not like how do I think how do I think why do I think that way what are things that could have impacted me to think that way mm-hmm. and so it's kind of built up like this way that I can really assess myself personally okay alright cool cool alright yeah. so next oh, my phone went off uh oh alright here we go um our next point is it went up some impact on personal development Personal development. 
Well, I mean, first of all, I, I always want to stay sharp and understanding. Like, I'm on every social media platform. Well, almost. I don't do TikTok. Um, <laughs> but I'm on, like, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Snapchat, right? And so my goal, my, my, my goal for getting on there is to understand what that market looks like. And not, just, not from a perspective of being nosy, but, like, understanding where my son is and the time of life he's in. And so um, it's keep, it keeps me relevant. It keeps mm. me. It keeps my mindset relevant, so that when we're communicating, my approach can be that way. And I mean, and it, it's even like I share stuff that comes through my storyline with you. And I mean, I like some of like I guess on Facebook. I mean, sometimes on Facebook, it's it's relevant to you, um, but it's probably more of an older crowd on Facebook for me. But like, right. I have a lot of students, and so I, I'm on I'm on Twitter and and um, Instagram and. Um, Snapchat with students and I'm able to share information with you and I'm able to glean information that helps me communicate better with you based upon um, that those platforms and so yeah I'll say I don't really know how this goes with this um, just in general kind of my style and viewpoint of dealing with the world like before we talked about the whole I'm a listener. Mm-hmm. I take time to think about things. I'm kind of back. I think about things before I really let them loose. And a lot of that came with kind of our interaction over the years of just knowing that I'll be asked certain things or things would be told to me straight. So I really put in thought before I, I let out certain ideas mm-hmm. or things like that. And even that, just going back to just who I am in general, me being like an only child or and just dealing with that whole of listening aspect, I really, that's my lens of the world. Mm-hmm. I like to listen to things first. And I know you talk about how I kind of keep you up, like up to date, like with how things are going or how students are currently. Mm-hmm. I really get to see that viewpoint of even more of an administrative right. type of thing yeah, of people yeah. that have gone through it and are looking at my generation coming up. And so just having that combined of always knowing you listen to learn with being able to see how you bring your world into mine and how they connect and your ability to share that because you've witnessed both sides of it. Right. And so that really helps me with my development of my way of thinking. And I need to think about both sides of it. There's another side then maybe even my natural side of thinking sometimes. So I need to be aware of that type of thing. So I think that kind of came as an effect of, just us dealing with each other. Yeah, and I cuz cuz the thing is and it's it's funny. I mean, the good thing is we do that we do have the relationship that we have because the one of the hardest things to grasp is like you are where you are um, mentally because of how old you are. And like, I always try to tell you like I've always I've always tried to to raise you 5 or 10 years in the future. Mm-hmm. And and again to the point where uh, I'm always trying to give you stuff that you're not you don't have to know right now, I guess. Because I, right, I, I, right. I don't want to say not ready to know, but you don't have to know right now. And then just trying to always give you that wide breadth of stuff and and, and let you grow into it. Um, yeah. And then I kind of just have a glimpse or like a sliver of that knowledge that, that it can start seeping back in when I get to a place where I need what was taught to me about being five years in the future. Yeah. And so. I know I went off topic on that one, man. But anyway. 
Um, cool. re- really quick, really quick. Let's mm-hmm. let's end it off. Like what? What? I think it was a legacy. What would our legacy be? Mm-hmm. Um, our legacy be as far as um, our communication and and our interaction. What would our legacy be? And I, I, like, but what would we want people to know about our interaction, or what? What do you mean by that? Like. That, yeah, I guess I guess you can answer that. I'm, I'm gonna throw an answer out, and then you okay. you, you make yours any 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 way around this. Right. Like so, my again, I, and I mentioned this several times during this this podcast. Like, I want my legacy to be that we forever had a great father son relationship. Okay. Like we forever had a give and take relationship, and it's like it's not like we always agreed. Like because a lot of times we don't agree. That's true. Um. And you may get mad at me sometime, and I may get frustrated with you sometimes, but it never boils over. Mm-hmm. Like it never boils over. It all is always, I guess, and it comes from our our you know give and take, our introvert extrovert self. Like it gives I, room for there to be ebb and flow. Right, it gives room for it to be ebb and flow. As a matter of fact, I remember um, there, there's a chapter or a, a portion of the book that mm-hmm. um, in the book said a room to arrive. And that was um, a friend of mine gave me a Dave West, you know, said, you know, room to arrive. And I was like, man, yeah, that makes sense. And so T's always given me room to arrive at being a great father, a great influence for his life. And so that's what I think the, the legacy is. It's like I've always been given room to arrive. And I've always tried to take advantage of that opportunity. I would say, even kind of going off of that room to arrive point of view, just the way that how we ebb and flow, even over time, since me being like a newborn, like a newborn baby, the things that you instilled in me then to coming up on our relationship now, we've really had organic growth and organic change. Mm -hmm. Um, Just looking at like the stages of life that I'm in and the stages of life that you're in, we're able to, our relationship adapts um, kind of, not, I wouldn't even use the word easily, but we're open to it, that adapting because we know it's necessary. Yes, yes. Um, our viewpoints change as we grow. Um, the way that we interact might change as we grow. Um, and so I've always been, I guess, happy with or... Yeah, happy with, I guess, would be the term. Just happy with the way that we can organically um, shift and rethink how we approach each other. I love it. I love it. All right, man, between you and me. Between you and me. And that was about influence of communication or legacy of communication. What was it? Uh, I call it impact theory. Impact impact theory. So that was the impact theory. The impact that Clarence C. Brown III has had on me. and Impact that Clarence C. Brown has had on me. Between you and me, we'll holla. Holla. That's my line, man. Whatever.